welcome to Health's Kitchen, the podcast that talks all things health, safety, and performance when it comes to restaurants and the food service industry. I'm Aaron, kinesiologist, former dishwasher, server, bartender, and I will be guiding us through this journey as I connect with industry professionals, health experts, and anyone who has a good story in the food service industry. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Health Kitchen podcast. And you just have me this week. I don't have a guest. It's a little bit of a shorter episode because I was working away on a few different things, adjusting to working from home, and I decided that I would chill out with my interviews this week and just have you listen to me and maybe use this as a bit of my own personal therapy, thinking about what is happening these days and what's going on in the restaurant community. So I hope you want to stay with me for this shorter episode on maybe some things I've noticed and found that came to the restaurant industry, where I maybe think things are going from here, and maybe how do we see a restaurant industry that actually has justice for the owners of the small businesses and the chefs and the servers who work for them and really changing how we look at building a restaurant that has reliability, sustainability, and resiliency built into its functioning. So without further ado, let's get into it. I think the impetus for this entire episode came to me last night with the New York Times article that was released about what's happening in the restaurant industry right now. And it is a fantastic article. It's titled, My Restaurant Was My Life for 20 Years. Does the World Need It Anymore? And it's by Gabriel Hamilton, who is the owner of the restaurant called Prune in New York, which I haven't been to, but uh, now it makes me really want to see what was happening inside that space. But she talks in her article about how tough it is to keep a restaurant open and how tight the margins are and how this crisis of COVID-19 didn't just... um, It isn't a thing that destroyed or broke the restaurant industry. The restaurant industry was already having problems before this arrived. It just really showed how fragile everything is. And that's not surprising to me, but this article is so beautifully written. I highly recommend you go and read it to really understand the gravity of what it means to open a restaurant if you are an employee and maybe have never thought about that, or you were listening to this podcast and you're not part of the industry. It really helps show the gravity of the situation. But one thing that really stuck out to me in this article was her talking about the need for 
restaurants of her style anymore. And not in the sense of like, are they a good business? Do they make good food? But in the sense of where we see the world going these days, rent is really high. Restaurants are operating on insanely tiny margins, and they've cut everything they can from lowering wages to um, changing how they do things to increasing the volume in the restaurant to frantic levels to be able to balance out um, high rent costs and all these different things that all factor into why the margins are so tight. And it just makes me want to see a world where these types of artisans and business owners are in a place where they can flourish. Because right now, the current world we live in doesn't create space for them. They can't create a viable business where people can have um, you know, regular hours and being able to make a living wage. All of these things really matter. And one of the things that really also stuck out for me in this article was that she wants to create a restaurant where the cooks that she employs can actually afford to eat there. And that's a really big issue within the industry as well, right? We create um, amazing food, but for people in a way that's not accessible for a lot of people. So this article really pulled at my heartstrings and really pulled a lot of things together that I was thinking about. And I know I talk about health and safety and performance, but you know, you can't do anything if you don't have a business in the first place. So I really recommend you go read the article. It's uh, really easy access. I will put it in the show notes for you to find as well. But please go check out that article and see what happens with that when you read it, because it's absolutely amazing. That being said, though, what do we do from here? Right? What do we what do we envision the restaurant industry looking like in the future. And I think some things are really starting to come to fruition um, from the things that happened with COVID-19. So uh, in one second, or yeah, in one second, we're going to come back and we're going to get a little bit into that. Stay tuned. What does the industry look like moving forward? What do we all envision that we want the industry to be? Because one thing that I think is happening in the background is we have a lot of people in the restaurant industry who are finally getting a vacation. They're finally taking time to feel how their body feels as it rests and maybe begins to recover a little bit from those long 12 to 14 hour days and starts to have a little bit more mobility and starts to be a little less stiff each time when they get up in the morning. How do we envision a restaurant that allows those possibilities to keep happening? How do we create the environment for our employees and our owners to be able to take care of themselves and not burn out so quickly. The average tenure of a restaurant employee is 4.5 years. If we want to envision a future where restaurants are not only a place where you work to pay the bills or to fill the gap between getting a real job, and I say that with quotations, if we want 
these work environments to be more than that, to create careers for people, then we can't be burning people out. And if we're going to do that, then we really need to figure out how to create a larger margin. And how do we do that? Because everything that we've done to create margins at this point are very classic business decisions. Paying people less, increasing the volume coming into the restaurant, having fewer people on shifts, offering more services so we don't only just do dinner. Now we do dinners and lunches and brunches and breakfast and afternoon tea, and it spills into everything else. It's so um, interesting, but that's what restaurants have had to do for the last 20 years to be able to stay alive is to start doing things like this. So what do we envision as an industry after this that is manageable and is long lasting? And you know what? It's really hard for me to say, but I really think that it is on the industry and everyone else to start training the customer to start looking at how do we get the message across of how this business has to function and why prices may have to be what they are so that we don't have the crazy volume problems that we have before where we, you know, and all the problems I just listed, how do we train the customers to be able to do that? Um, I have a lot of listeners to this podcast that don't actually work in the industry And I have gotten emails and messages from them that said they had no idea. And I know we're supposed to think customer first, right? The customer is always right. The guest is always right. But that's not always in the best interest of the restaurant. So how do we start training our guests to understand what's happening, to appreciate what's happening here, and the time commitment to be able to create something of value that creates magic for people, right? We have said over and over and over again on the progress that we make magic for people. So how do we go about making sure that people understand that? right? Because uh, I think that is going to be the big thing that we need more people to understand. We need to make sure that we empower ourselves and we train our customers to be able to uh, to support that. I don't know what the solution is to bring that about, but I'm pretty sure that that's our next step. And I am excited to see who creates a solution around that so if you're listening to this and you have some ideas please send me an email i'd love to hear what they are maybe i'll bring you on the podcast um, in the next week and the last thing i want to do today for this nice quick little action-packed episode is to leave you with maybe some ideas of hope, maybe some tips and tricks for building yourself in a way that works under this pandemic. And the first thing I wanted to mention is really to only use your energy as much as you feel comfortable with. I've noticed that for me personally, I have a couple really amazing days of productivity. 
And then I crash really hard for a few hours and do absolutely nothing. And then turn around and have lots of energy again and then crash again um, a couple days later. So, and I think that's really normal because we're all trying to manage what's happening, right? We're trying to manage what's happening in our heads, in the world. And I think that's a normal reaction. So really just allow yourself to ride the waves as they happen. So if you're feeling really great, run with it. If you're feeling not so great, then allow yourself to be okay with that. That would be the first thing I would say. And then the second thing that I would say is this is an opportunity to really think about where we want to go from here and how you want your body to feel and how you want to see your life happening. I talked about this with Jenna um, on the change episode a couple weeks ago. And, you know, it's not a great situation. We're not in a good place right now. But if I wanted something good to come out of it, I hope that we would take the opportunity to create something good in the world. So keep that in mind when we're uh thinking about what we want to do with all this and where we want to go. Because, you know, restaurant folk are some of the most resilient folk that exist in the world. And they can do amazing things. And I am sure that we're going to come out the other side of this and we're going to be creating amazing food. And we're going to be creating a restaurant industry that doesn't look anything like it used to. So I hope we all stick around and I hope we all see the amazing future that I think is going to be right around the corner for us. So thank you so much for listening to this nice and quick jam-packed episode, and I will see you next time on Health Kitchen. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hell's Kitchen podcast. Now, if you want to contact me, my email is aaron at balancelifeservices.ca. My Twitter is b underscore life underscore services. My Instagram is balanced underscore life underscore services. And don't forget to go join that Facebook group, Hell's Kitchen, where you can connect with all sorts of working food service professionals to find out what works for them what isn't working for them, and find some people who maybe know how to help you have a better workday. And remember, if you want to be a guest on this podcast, send me an email. I'd love to chat with you. See ya!